0: Greetings, travelers, and welcome to the Modraws podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by Mike as we revisit Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens. Also, be sure to rate, subscribe, and share as it does help the channel grow. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome to the Dronmo Draws Podcast. This is Rob. And I'm Mike. And we just finished watching Star Wars Episode 7 of Force Awakens. And it was awesome. <laughs> Quite lovely. <laughs> it was. I have to say, uh, we've been watching all of the Star Wars movies, and the pacing on this one
1: is on point. Yeah, great, great. Feel to it. Yeah. Really smooth. Flows. No, no great. time wasted. No, no, that's true. Everything you needed. But that's that's what we always said about some of the older movies. New Hope did that same thing. Oh, well, they're very, very similar good. films. Yeah. Phantom Menace <laughs> yeah. even had that. I yeah. think it, it, it tells a great story when you don't have any moment in the audience's feel of like, this is dragging. Or, oh, yeah. Well, uh, Let's well, just like, get to it. Or, like
0: Return of the Jedi like we talked about with right. great the end beginning
1: stuff. and then there's so much of what's going on with the Ewoks. It just starts to of, drag. Okay, we get it. they little cannibal bears. Right.
0: <laughs> I wasn't bored at any point. I was I was on board the whole time. The pacing, the flow, it's really a great, uh, well-written and well-paced film. The, the screenplay is very tight. It's yeah, awesome. Agreed. And story-wise... Man, that opening is dark.
1: <laughs> yeah, surprising considering that was the first out the gate for Disney. Disney. It, it is really was. Dark. I forgot that too. You know, it's it's cool because we talked about how some movies uh kind of exceeded expectations and how some yeah. lowered the bar to what we remember. Right. This was a movie that I used to really have a, a low bar for and right. it's exceeded what I remember.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Especially again, watching all of them in chronological order, this one comes back with a bang, man. And yeah. That opening when you have the introduction of Poe trying to get the uh, the missing piece. Well, even the before map. that,
1: you you literally just get the introduction of the stormtroopers. Oh, on the that's first right. Thing. That's it right. Just the ships coming Epic down to scene. that planet.
0: And the way they're in the the little transport yeah, thing, lighting and,
1: is just kind of glimpsing through, and you finally see like the face of yes. the other redesigned stormtrooper helmets,
0: and you're inside there with them, and then it drops, and then
1: uh, then we see Poe, right? Right, and I think we actually see BB-8 first, so we sort of, you know, in the same way that New Hope kind of did it, which was the ship battle, right? To first seeing the droids. Well, they're
0: also handing off a secret plan to. A droid and the droid has to go off. I mean, look, yeah. there's no doubt that they copied the A New Hope formula, but if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, some
1: of the best directors in the world would say that they've taken inspiration from like some of the best shots and some yeah. of the best scenes. So it's hard for me to kind of shoot it that aesthetic. And when I first came out, I did. I what, was, that
0: it was very similar? That it
1: was like, you just repackaged New Hope, you know? It right. was the same movie, give me some... But, but it's, it's not, though. No, it's, it's not. not. It's not. That's not anywhere near fair credit to say. Yeah. It's so much more than that. He he made it his own while still paying so much uh, homage to... Oh, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. And again, going back to that scene, how brutal it is. Like You have the flamethrower troopers, and they're just wrecking that village.
1: Oh, and the people that when, uh, who is it Finn? We first meet Finn, don't even see his face. Yes, and he has that first moment of uh, I can't kill. I'm these not going to be this person. And yeah, the command is literally to kill the entire village, they but them that's all. not out. That's after we first meet Kyle Ren. Ren for the first time. Who? Oh, he totally has the Vader presence. Yes, they did that so well. The voice, mm-hmm. his lightsaber was completely terrifying. Right, the sound it makes too. Oh, in the dialogue. Which I'm I'm gonna bring this up, and maybe somebody who's listening knows the answer to this because mm-hmm. we didn't. Who is the older gentleman that talks to Kylo Ren? Yeah, that Kylo kills. I don't know who that is. He seems to have some importance. And he connection. has the. Bit of the map to Skywalker, right? And essentially, he
0: had, and he he knows who Leia is, and he claims that you know she'll always be royalty to me and all that. Yeah, so So I don't know who
1: that is. Yeah, I don't know either, and I really would love to know. From what I see from the movies, it doesn't give me a ton of information. But right. moving past that point, Kylo Ren's character, yeah, flawless. I He's love awesome. The mask, his voice, mm-hmm. the lightsaber is this totally bold, like almost out of control yeah. feature that you don't get in any of the other movies previous. Well, he he, he handmade that. But they say that all the Jedi do, right? right. They make their lightsaber. So I, I love that that's the style that they went with. It's like almost this long, broad sword. Oh, yeah. It has the, uh, I forget the, the hilt. And it's, it's like comes it's, out.
0: It's a good idea to have the hilt, considering how many limbs and hands are getting chopped off. So yeah. it's kind of like a protector there.
1: Yeah, it really is unusual that more more of them don't have that. Right. Considering <laughs> all you have to do is kind of like slide <laughs> down to the hilt of it and,
0: and you chop off the take hand. a finger or two with you. Yeah, right. Exactly. No, it's it's it was really cool, and I forgot how dark it was again. And the introduction of Ray, I really love all of these characters. They really are really cool. Obviously. You know, some of them are a little bit overpowered, like Poe, because he's like this ace pilot. But, but uh, I do love the dynamic between him and Finn. I love how they meet.
1: Yeah, it's a cool friendship. Obviously, the stuff we see from Finn builds his character so well because he's yes. so. Blind to the outside world like he doesn't even have a name right he, he's given a name as they kind of meet and escape and it's so cool he doesn't know anything past like ah, i just learned about blasters you know well this is the ship weapon you know yes it's it's very cool to kind of get that dynamic of how much of a child he is yeah
0: well and he was a i mean they were taken when they were children
1: right so the only world he's known has basically been the, the empire first order. combat yeah right uh, the first, first order. order right
0: yeah so, yeah, so basically the First Order is like the remnants of the Empire because yeah. the Republic is the new Republic, and I guess, you know, the, whoever's left of the Empire just made the First Order, and this is what they have. So But they're coming back full force, so it's pretty cool. But now, getting back to the whole introduction, introduction between Poe and Finn, I love the look of Jakku and the fact that we have actual physical... Aliens, oh, not yeah. CGI. Oh, yeah. It is so damn refreshing to see that because it just makes the world feel so tangible and believable.
1: Thank you, JJ. <laughs> Thank you, JJ. I love you. Now oh, That
0: that was a huge plus. A huge, huge
1: plus. Yeah, because it's it's a choice. It's a total creative choice because he didn't have to go that way. Right. Obviously, the, the amount of CGI and the capabilities of CGI, you could do it 100%.
0: But But they know that there was a backlash from that with the prequels, because, especially when we saw
1: Attack of the Clones. Right, and that's the one thing I'll say, credit to uh, Mandalorian. They still do characters, not CGI. Aesthetically, Mandalorian
0: looks really good. So on Jakku, we meet Rey. And I'm telling you right now, and I said this before, I know
1: she is a Skywalker. And wait... (laughs) Be specific though, not yes. just us, Skywalker. We believe f- Rob 100%. Yes. I'm slightly on the fence because I don't know if that's what they're going to do, but it's so obvious when you kind of really focus on the pieces. They're there that yeah. she is the, the daughter of Leia and Han. Oh,
0: yeah, it's, it's there. And they're just being very subtle. I mean, first off, let's just talk about how she's introduced. She's a scavenger and she knows parts. She knows parts. She's a natural pilot. Yes. That's weird because isn't that similar to a certain boy named Anakin in Mm -hmm. episode one?
1: (laughs) Also, she's naturally the defender of the weak. Yes. Anakin had that that. when he saved uh, Jar Jar Jar. from Sebulba. She saves BB-8 from Tito, I think his name is. Yes. Yes.
0: Oh, very good. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, So there are... Very clear similarities. Yeah, I mean, we could go into a lot of the ones
1: that we see in the movie. Obviously, the lightsaber's drawn to her. Oh, yeah. We get that moment with her and Han Mm -hmm. naturally flowing when it comes to the Falcon. Father-daughter kind of thing. We get probably the biggest one, which comes towards the end of the movie, where you were 100% right, that I didn't even pick up as much as I did Mm -hmm. this time around watching it, was the moment... That Leia and Ray see yep. each other. You're yep. right. They never see each other before no. that. And
0: they're alone. All the people run off, they're all celebrating. And then Ray's all alone. And the
1: two of them don't say a word. No.
0: They don't say one word. They never met. And Leia's looking at her longingly.
1: Yeah, and Ray is almost looking the same. She like, feels like my something. God, this is like a I connection. Th- yes. And they embrace and Leia's
0: holding her. Like she hasn't hold her and held her in so long. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, if you haven't seen this movie in a while and you're questioning what we're saying, go back and watch that scene yeah. because it's hard to argue this theory when you see that scene. Yeah, you know it, it. makes makes. I sense. couldn't put up any argument when he was kind of going. Rob was saying that because ultimately, th- the faces are there. You yes. see it in Acting. that passion. Yeah, it's just connection is deep. It's intentional. And maybe it's something different because obviously. The only question or argument that I could make was they just lost Han, right? So Ray had a connection to Han and Leia had obviously a connection to Han. So it's that embrace knowing that he passed away. But but she doesn't is that know her. False? But, but that's she what doesn't know is, her. She has no idea who that right. person is. So that's where I'm going from like a place of like maybe that's the false you know, comfort that sort of gets created to distract you from the fact that it's I like, think so. this is mother daughter embracing right here, yeah. people.
0: Yeah. It, it's the way they look at each other. And, and also the relationship between her and Han,
1: Leia and Han or no, Rey no, Ray and Han. Yeah.
0: It's just, yeah. there's this mentorship. There's this father figure that she never had.
1: Yeah. Right. When is Han ever given anybody a uh, offer of a job? Right. Kind words. He feels something he, too. He he critiques her a bit, yes. you know, where he kind of actually, it's funny, there's a moment that I caught where she flies the money Millennium Falcon with Han mm-hmm. and they get away. Somehow he compliments Finn, but doesn't compliment her <laughs> in a situation. Well, that means he likes you. <laughs> well, yeah. So, no, yeah, it, it's... He's a ball buster. No, right? Yeah, he's, he is a ball buster. No, it's true. Also, I mean, how can we forget to mention the Han and Chewie? I mean, oh, with the Falcon, you know, she compliments, she calls it a piece of junk. We get that Falcon fly through little dogfight again. They're great. I mean, it was much better than I remember it to be when I watched it. Yeah. I mean, in theaters, I was just so critical, I think. Well, and I kind course. of feel guilty about that well, now it's, it's, watching it. It's
0: because there is so much buildup and the anticipation and all. also, don't forget, your imagination has been running wild and imagining what could have happened, what kind of adventures. You know, your anticipation could never have been met.
1: And that's probably what ultimately it is. Because no matter what he was going to put out there, I was going to be super critical or super judgmental of whatever he came up with as opposed to what I had in my Mm -hmm. mind. People
0: did that with the prequels. Right. I wanted more
1: lightsaber battle. I wanted more Jedi. I wanted, you know.
0: People did that with the prequels. They were really upset that this wasn't like the old Star Wars because they were trying to have whatever experience they had with the original trilogy to completely match this new one and people were doing the same thing with this even me in the beginning i was a little bit guilty of that but then once the dust settled you know and you're, in, you're you come back to it you him. come back to it and you're like wow this really flows and especially after doing this rewatch from one all the way to seven
1: now right you and steve who's been on the podcast several times uh, both had a reaction that i was hoping for from phantom menace which was such a positive like this is much better than i remember right yeah and i have to say this uh movie force awakens was that for me Mm -hmm. that i went in all this time had passed and i i critiqued it a lot, and I, t- I felt like, ah, no, these newer ones are not so good. And even some of the podcasts, I'm sure some people will say that I I said that, because I did. Right. I think for me, Force Awakens compared to Last Jedi are two very different well, movies. I haven't seen that in a while. Right, the which theory, we're going to watch so. next. I haven't yeah. either, but I do remember that being even worse, <laughs> like me feeling that it was a downward, right. like we went from Force Awakens, and this is even worse of a movie, but
0: I really liked Last Jedi from what I remember, so I'm 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 interested in uh, rewatching that one next. But uh, I have to say too, with this movie, I love the world building. My, some of my favorite moments are the little things, like the things that Han mentions, like King Prana, like who the hell is that? Yeah, with you know? the subtle
1: of he's delivering uh, raptars yes, to them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And
0: I love the gang members. You know, was it Kanja Club and all Kanja those guys? Club, yeah. The design of these characters, like it feels like again, like this this you know low tech you know dirty bounty hunter
1: world this kind of vibe i really do wish the mandalorian had again. right because we and you know it's funny because even that moment they describe leia puts uh at this point his name is ben solo right to train with luke and in doing that he she loses him and Han, he refers to that moment when they meet again, Han and Leia. Right. He says, like, that's the moment I lost you both. Right. And he goes, well, we went back to doing what I did, you know, best. Right. And so he's back to being a referring smuggler. Referring to the smuggler. And I thought that was a cool line kind of like showing why, like, why would he go back to smuggling after all that right. time? Well, clearly, you know, he, whatever happened with Ben just almost was, broke him. Yeah, broke him. That Put him he, into like hiding himself. And boy,
0: he was, he just. He just ran. He left. He couldn't face, you know, what happened. And so do
1: you think... Uh, sorry to cut you off. No, but then he eventually faces it and it costs him his life. But do you think at that point, then, what was it? When, if Rey is her child and his child, you think uh, Ben Solo, Kylo Ren, is the older brother? So. And she came along like they. she was pregnant? Yes, that's what I believe. I Kylo believe- goes bad and... Yeah. You know, he didn't even know
0: that she was pregnant. I think that they had a child. He, that before, before Han left to go be a smuggler again, I believe, this is my theory, that him and Leia got jiggy with they it one They got the freak, time. yeah. <laughs> they got the freak. And she didn't tell him that she was pregnant because then he bailed. And she realized like, wow, my other son is turning evil. If anyone finds out about this one, you know, the, the, she, Ben's either going to kill her or he's going to try and turn her. So she says, "I'm going to throw her." Well, not throw her. Well, hide put her, her as
1: high, far away as anybody can find her. I guess. Literally on the. What but people
0: describe that place like? It's a junkyard. Who right. would ever look in a junkyard?
1: Including Han, who said we should get double ch- check this area right for my ship. And and, exactly. He didn't yeah. think it'd be there. So who would find also? Leia's think there? about Leia's that point there. too. Now that you mention that, what? what are the odds that the daughter of Han and Leia is on the same planet that the Millennium Falcon is sitting go. on? Is it seems funny? a bit of a unique coincidence. Yes. Well,
0: I think the Force was beckoning her, which brings us to all the hints. So, I, getting to the the whole Force dream with Leia, with with, with Ray. So you have that guy. Who is, you know, forty portions? <laughs> he's clearly her guardian or some kind of guy that has to watch over and make sure she never leaves. Because when he sees her with the BB unit, he he's not concerned about her. He wants that droid because he doesn't work for the First Order. He he reports to someone else. So yeah, would, that
1: is a you brought that up, and it's yes. totally something I missed. Because the second she doesn't want the droid he's to be tipped. sold, he goes straight to the heads. And you think it's because. He obviously wants the droid for himself, but no. now that you kind of make that point, it does make a bit of sense that he wouldn't want right. her to have any connection with the outside, especially or anything like
0: that. in the flashback when you hear him and you see his hand with her when she's young, going right. "Come along, girl," and you see the little spaceship going off in the distance, and she's screaming to it. Mm. So he was clearly instructed to keep her there, keep her there, just watch over her, Right. keep know her hidden. Yep, make sure she never
1: leaves. Right, yeah, maybe
0: this is by order of. I'd love to find out what I hope
1: in Rise of Skywalker we do get a little more of that. Oh, we have to. Oh, there's no doubt they have to explain it.
0: And JJ did say that we're gonna finally uh, get those answers. Yeah, we're gonna know.
1: Well, that's exciting for me because we discussed Rise of Skywalker and the the most recent trailer had come out, and they don't give you much, but right, I'm 50 50 Mm -hmm. from what I just saw. Yeah, well, here's another thing I'll tell you so
0: the force dream she has which is more like a force vision i believe it's literally when she the touches for- the lightsaber you right yeah that she has later on when she touches the lightsaber you literally have this moment where it's it's more than just a dream it's it's doors are opening you see the force is pulling her it's guiding her bringing her to this moment bringing her to
1: her destiny it's probably the most iconic moment in the movie yeah. when you really think about just teasing you with future because there's so many subtle things I suggest either watching that with headphones or with the sound going yeah. because you brought up a couple of voices that I didn't even catch when I saw mm-hmm. it in the movies you hear what sounds to be uh, Ben Kenobi's no it's, it doesn't sound to be it is him It's it definitely should be no, it, if they, it's not I'll be surprised they took Ben Kenobi's
0: voice he says Ray he does and Ewan McGregor says these are your first, first steps. steps. Yeah, you There's hear. There's also it. Yoda there too, and you also hear Darth Sidious's scream from *Revenge of the Sith*. You hear Darth Vader's breathing, but let's not forget that it opens with her in the hallway of the battle between Luke and Vader, in Empire. So that's a pivotal moment in the story because that's when Luke finds out that Anakin's his father,
1: hmm.
0: that Darth Vader's his father. So it's interesting
1: that he we're, screams no, right? You, you hear get the no. R two D two with Luke's robotic hand placed on his head, right? That's a unique, unusual moment. I don't know what that's. Well, supposed the, to the be temple was to. burning,
0: so he probably woke up. They show that in Jedi, I believe, from what I remember. Last Jedi, the scene when he he wakes up and he sees everything in ruins.
1: Oh, so that's a continue. I, it's been a while yeah. since I've seen Last Jedi. Well, you know, when we watch it, I'm excited from what to what I remember. watch it from that perspective because we're. We're closing in on Rise of Skywalker. Right. And the more time that goes by and the closer this gets, the more excited because we've watched every one of these. Yeah. And I just want to know. I (laughs) I want to see where it goes. What have we created? What is this whole story that's
0: basically my childhood? We'll see. We'll see. I love the dynamic between... Leia and Han again. Oh, man. First off, Han is just so damn charismatic. Han, Harrison Ford <laughs> nails that performance. Yeah. He carries this film. The other characters are great. Don't get me wrong. The acting is great throughout. But, man, you could tell he was having a great time.
1: You know, he was having fun he with this owns role. That role. I mean, oh, he, he's, Ford is running the show in oh, this yeah. movie he's carrying in a lot of ways. Plus, the comedy between him and Chewie
0: are hysterical. Yeah. Well, it has the classic Star Wars feel. That's, that's the that's the recipe it needed. You know, it's like when they're not there, it feels weird. It doesn't feel weird. It feels like, okay, like you're trying to, is this a Star Wars movie? But then once Harrison Ford is on screen, like this is a Star Wars movie. I know. I have these <laughs> moments so too
1: where I worry about like Chewie's character. Well, see. Chewie's one of those characters that I feel is important enough. But doesn't add to the story enough to uh-huh. survive. Let's hope. <laughs> Let's hope that not it doesn't go that way.
0: But and also um, the awesome lightsaber battle at the end because there's a buildup to it and between Kylo and Ray and
1: Finn. It's oh a yeah! Once scene. he takes out. I mean, we got to refer to once he kills the Han. moment. But yeah, I that was moment is super strong.
0: I was frozen, and it's it's. I've seen that scene so many times and i'm literally like oh god here it comes here and we've comes. brought that type
1: of moment up several times yeah. in the whole series There's certain the certain scenes where you do feel that no matter how many times you've seen it right the pod race was definitely one of them sure, sure. some of the, uh, the death star, death star race. race or race i should say the blob right the battle between in my opinion obi-wan
0: and anakin all the time yeah. i love that but this scene i was like oh god like you know it's coming and it's such an intense scene and there's so much
1: conflict there yeah so much that you get on ren's yeah face and his actions like it seems like there is a moment where he's gonna give him his lightsaber genuinely and the light fades and it goes red on both of them
0: i think it's because he he just decided to embrace the dark in that moment. In that moment, I think he and felt And the
1: symbolism it. of just the yeah.
0: the light fades? Yeah, he decided that was a choice he made and it just I just think the
1: scenery represented it. Because it really does add something to it that I didn't notice the first time right. that the light well dimmed at that point. Well, and if you do notice that light that shines comes through, from between Ray and Ray yeah. and Finn, yeah. Which
0: so she is the light, he is the dark. Mm, see. You know? So see, it's good symbolism. That scene is great and Wow, man, it's very effective when Han dies and Chewie's reaction—it's oh the way he
1: goes too—he puts the like turns the lightsaber on like
0: right through him, and then Han touches his face, and you know what's crazy? Thank you, and you know that crazy? What what's really crazy? Where does he touch him? He touches him exactly where he's gonna get that scar.
1: Ooh, yeah, that's an interesting uh, Where Ray gives him the scar, same
0: spot, same spot. So (laughs) it's kind of like screw you, right? You're gonna you're gonna regret that. (laughs) Yeah, you're gonna like you're gonna wear you're
1: gonna wear it on your face. Which right. you did. and then Chewie gives him a shot to the right, the pelvis, it,
0: which drove it drove me crazy when people were like, "Oh, you know, he should be wiping, you know, he should be
1: killing Finn." And I Ray. was one of those people, dude. Right? But he got I shot did. right in the pelvis. You don't think about it because, blood. well, you know what it is because he, maybe it doesn't seem like he reacts enough to it. He does at first. I'm so I'm so guilty of missing that mark that that's why he's pounding that yeah. spot on him. I'm he's thinking he's the pain. doing sort of like a, you know, tough me no. But he's not. He is. He's like, he's, he's riding, dealing it. with that pain yeah. in like a brutal way. It, it is a very cool it. moment seeing it that way compared yeah. to what I thought I was watching the yeah. first time. He's trying to use that pain. He's pounding
0: it. He's yeah, like, like I don't feel it. He wants to get
1: fired up, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, it, It's yeah. a great scene. It totally changes it when you get that vibe because he is bleeding and he's hurt. And oh, then he like, he knocks Ray back and totally oh, just, she's like, out. <laughs> oh, when he screams traitor, oh. I was like, I got chills. And That's, Finn tries oh. to hold that bold. When that lightsaber kicks on. Oh, it's great. Uh, he, it's perfect like, scenery too. Oh, yeah. That they fight in the forest with the snow. And the trees are getting cut oh, down and so coming down.
0: epic. It's great. It, it really is. And the lightsaber battle between, uh, well, first off, what you said. <laughs>
1: Well Finn and obviously Ren are fighting and he clip Finn actually clips him in the shoulder
0: right right but
1: you know Ray Ren isn't having any of that and slices his back that's the one thing I'll say that bugged me from this movie there's there's only one or two moments that still do have the effect of like that was not good right, right. and the, the Ren slice of Finn's, <laughs> Finn's back, back is one of them come on man you'd open up your If I sliced your whole back with a lightsaber You'd open up like a <laughs> Like a pinata Oh my god you just spill out everywhere Like a and tauntaun then, and, and then they pick him up And Chewie at one point is carrying him In real life his stuff would be like Spilling out of his back <laughs> Just like the tauntaun in Empire Yeah it would it'd be spilling out of his back He'd be like dragging his entrails It's like Chewie go easy <laughs> It's so true I know, I know, because
0: then he's perfectly fine. If I remember well, they on. like
1: obviously take some time to heal and stuff like. I guess, there's probably moments that may have been shot that were just taken out because they took time and right you know, maybe, maybe for the sake of the edit, you have to kind of shrink the movie uh, down to a certain. But script. that is
0: that is funny. I, well, now if we'll go to parts that that kind of irk me, but it's not an it's not anything, it's not enough to ruin the film for me, you know. So, for instance, that's obviously something that was. I was always like, "All right." Also, it, it, they literally destroy that Starkiller base in one shot, one person, one person, the same kind po, of way. Which is why I think Poe is a little too overpowered. Which is why I think he needs to
1: die in Rise of <laughs> Skywalker because <laughs> when you're too he, powerful, you have to go he's down. He's
0: infallible. It's the nature of it. he he takes out twenty. TIE fighters in
1: one run. He does He does just have this this ability to kind of take the tension out of a scene because yeah. he's almost too good. He's too powerful. You know, you know you're know. you fine. You
0: know he's going to be fine on screen. So you don't feel that like, oh, God, I hope he makes it. You're like, that's Poe. You know he's going
1: to be Right, which it. isn't the way you feel when you first meet Han, Finn, Rey all together yeah. with the Raftar scene. Right. Like, that looks like they could be eaten at any moment. With well, Finn, with Finn kind of on him. the ground and the resistance there, he's like shooting well, eight, so, nine,
0: ten, twelve. But the raftard didn't eat Finn. No, so what right. cracked me up was that it ate everybody else, but it just decided, "I'm going to hang on to this one." Yeah, he's dessert. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But again, nothing that ruins the film for me. It doesn't break it. But yeah, honestly, I thought it was great. the The pacing was great. I liked the little homages to the to the other films.
1: Yeah, with the chess board, yeah. the falcon, yeah, was... the way he picks up the training. Right. Ball. I, again,
0: it wasn't necessary to have him turn on the thing, but I thought oh, it was. I, I thought, I thought it was it cool.
1: Totally adds to yeah. it. it's a knock on a nostalgia and. Right, and yeah, again, I I, re- I eat it up.
0: Again, I really like uh, when she says, "Oh, fourteen parsecs." Twelve. And he's like it was twelve, and then you know, because after seeing you Solo, Solo, you know what
1: it took to get it to that right, point and why it was so important. Like everything was going to blow up, right. Wasn't for that, so it is cool to get that watching Solo. And some people have bashed Solo as being one of those movies that really oh, did. I really make. like Solo. I really do. I like watching liked it, the second it. I saw it. It has so much of a powerful effect on some of the other movies because of that. Yeah, <laughs> seeing Solo's character and the Falcon. And yeah, yeah. It it adds to it, and did, this is included. In you that. wouldn't
0: think it does, but it really does. After
1: you see it, you're like, oh wow. You know? But I appreciate nostalgia if it's done well, right. and this movie definitely did. Yeah. Do it well. It didn't overdo no, it. Like, no. even when you see the lightsaber and she picks, you know, she opens that door and you see it, you know, you <laughs> you sort of don't care how the hell she got it there because there is that moment when he asks you, he's like, How'd you get a good question for another time? I just wish he didn't even ask that. Right. right. Me too. Because you know? everybody at home is like, What? Yeah. Like, how long can it tell? it be like, I got it from so and so. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like how how big of a story is it? Kind of from Frank down the street. Yeah, I was walking the street and it was on it was in the ground. I scooped it. <laughs> I scooped it. A quick, sc- you know, when you find that twenty, like twenty in the, in the woods. Yeah, that's my twenty. <laughs> that's my lightsaber. Yeah, she put it in a box, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, yeah, I know. Calls to you. I guess you could take it. Yeah. I just found it. <laughs> I guess you could take it. Yeah, what? But-
0: Awesome movie. Awesome pacing. Snoke, I think, is hands down. Yeah, we didn't even discuss Snoke. Hands down. He he has so, oh man, he
1: literally just is Palpatine. The, it, the Emperor definitely bleeds yeah, through. Right? Even in the moment we brought up was how when he finds out about Rey. Yeah, bring and, her to me. Right, which is the same thing he did to Vader yeah. for Luke. He's like, don't. Try and turn him. He goes. You bring get him. Bring him, him yeah, to me.
0: Bring him to me. He right. wants the youngest. Yeah, the I'll manipulate powerful. him. Yeah, he wants the most powerful and a young, fresh apprentice. Right. and He
1: picks up. Snow picks up on it right away. Right away. He's he really almost doesn't even care anything else. He's like, it's no. been an awakening. Yeah. Tell me, you like you felt it. Right. And he knows it's just going down. He
0: knows that Han Solo. You know, it's at what was it right. It? It's, it's with the, Han
1: Solo, the Millennium Falcon. Right. He's got like he already knows it. How would he know it? So right. the only thing he can't pick up on and who exactly is Ray? Right. That's he just thing. knows that there's some powerful force with him. Exactly. Oh with her, you mean? Uh no, with Han. Oh, like, oh, oh. Ray is with Han and the yeah. Millennium Falcon. Right.
0: Oh, not to mention Ray also can see things before they happen.
1: Uh in what scene does that happen? Oh,
0: when she's driving. I mean the the, the excuse oh, that she can pilot, and also when she's in the forest,
1: uh, she's got the reflexes. You're saying, yeah, like she yeah. has the ability. Yeah, you do get a bit of that that you referred to when she's running in the woods, and she sort of hears the stuff that Ren is doing before he comes there, right. or he she's getting his yeah. like aura or force or sure, something. Sure. Yeah, yeah. She also That's a good point. sees
0: the 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 planet in the forest with the snow before it happens.
1: Yeah, and he when the two of them are talking, actually, when she's a prisoner, he refers to the fact that oh, she's seen the island yes. that Luke is on, and he's like, I've seen it too. Oh, yeah. They both know where he is, but they don't know where exactly yeah. in the galaxy it is.
0: No, it's that scene is great when she's resisting his... his oh, yeah. Smile. Oh, my God. I'm telling you right now, man. And it's, especially at the end of that lightsaber battle, when that planet splits, it is brother-sister light and dark yeah. <laughs> again good symbolism yeah. on his part the planet
1: literally splits between the
0: two of them. right so i'm i'm really excited to watch the last jedi now after again watching all of these and now finishing force awakens and seeing how it flows into yeah i'm hoping, the hoping that it shifts the way this
1: one. did where the things that sort of affected me negatively hmm kind of got pushed down. Right. And it didn't really bother me where they did before and I'm hoping Last Jedi is kind of going to be the same where I'm focused more on the main story and sure, the main sure. uh, character build as opposed to like the little things. that yeah, are, they, yeah. I concern me more as like that was ridiculous. How has he survived that? Or you know, that's a stupid. Right. I, I'm hoping that my, my thought process changes because I am a bit critical when well, it comes to these movies. We'll, and, we'll
0: see. We'll see. I, I, but I have to say this one really is right up there in my top five, without a doubt. It's definitely Revenge number one. Uh, man, I may even say uh, Force Awakens number two. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie, man. And then New Hope and Empire or Empire and New Hope. I haven't decided yet. But yeah, it was great. I, I would rewatch this. It's, it's that much fun. It's a fun flick. It is. It, it really is. That's
1: what I loved about Star Wars is it was always a fun movie to watch.
0: And this has that feel. It has the old feel and it feels new too, which is well, something. JJ's
1: behind the helm of the new one, and right? When you said it to me that I didn't really know was Lucas is still a part of this. Yeah,
0: they X him. I think he's like a story. I don't know if he's a story writer or if he's a consultant,
1: whatever. Man, ultimately, I think they're just probably giving him what you know. They they write it, he reads it. Now change this, change yeah. that. Maybe I mean maybe. I don't know, but I doubt he'd sit idly by and not even care. I'm happy he's involved that's yeah, all. Yeah, I I'd hope that he would bring closure and make sure that what he's created fits and you know yeah. flows and that I mean when you watch there's the uh, Empire of Dreams documentary and I've brought it up a couple times. He cares so strongly about the parallels of the universe, the way we see what happens to mm-hmm. Luke happens to Vader. Yeah. You know like there's so many things that he refers to in the first original trilogy the three movies that I believe that when it comes to being a part of this new film he would focus hard about those parallels and bringing those moments together and make sure that it connects and it's well rounded so we'll see we'll see we'll definitely see but I believe in you I believe in you (laughs) Lucas I believe in you (laughs) don't let me down (laughs) well JJ though JJ JJ, JJ so. too. I mean, watching this again, and he directed this, I have much more faith. who was the guy who did for uh, last Jedi? Uh Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson, you just you could <laughs> just sit down. you <laughs> sit down, Ryan. <laughs> you spell your name right, and you sit down. <laughs> you spell your name, right? <laughs> oh man.
0: All right. well, thank you guys for tuning in, and uh, we'll catch you guys next time when we discuss. The last jedi or is it called the last jedi or just last it's jedi last jedi okay last jedi all right guys well thank you again for tuning in i'm rob i'm mike all right have a great one may the force be with you